Hello and welcome to a new podcast that we are calling A Cup of Tea with the Comedy Store Players. I'm Simon Mason and my dubious privilege was to bring the world-famous Comedy Store Players together for an informal chat over a cup of tea or other tasty beverage via the magic of video conferencing software. What you are about to bear witness to was not scripted or staged in any way. In fact, it would be fair to say we all arrived wildly underprepared. Nevertheless, the result was a joy to be part of and we hope you find it equally entertaining. So here we are with a cup of tea with the Comedy Store Players. Let's start with some introductions from the team. Hello, Richard Vranch here from the Comedy Store Players. Uh, I've actually got a cup of coffee, hope that's okay. Hi, I'm Andy Smart from the Comedy Store Players and I've got some uh, strawberry flavoured water. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm, I'm Josie Lawrence and I'm drinking a, a mug of builder's tea with some oat milk in it. Hello, this is Paul Merton speaking here. I'm following President Trump's advice and I'm drinking household bleach, of which there are many varieties available on the market. <laughs> Hello, my name is Neil Malarkey and I'm drinking a nice cup of coffee. Hello, this is Lee Simpson. I'm drinking water from my bubble water bottle. It's one of those bottles that's got a filter in it. Oh, one of them from Love Island. What? Nothing. <laughs> yes, but I think on Love Island it's used as a sex toy. <laughs> When Lee, how... on Love Island had them, they were all sucking on them. How often right. do you change the filter, Lee? <laughs> um, <clears throat> irregularly. <laughs> if it's called tea, a cup of tea with the comedy store players, shouldn't we all be drinking tea? <laughs> I have to say, this bleach is much improved by a drop of milk and a couple of spoons of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so let's find out what you've all been up to in the last six months. I think our last show was March the 15th. So that's just about six months. Let me ask you, Richard, what have you been up to? Um, very little, really. Um, let me think. Okay, um, let's move on. Andy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who put this you, guy in charge? Do you, want to, do you want to say anything, Andy? Actually, no, uh, let's forget that. <laughs> Simon Mason, you've got, the, you've got the best microphone here. Uh, people don't know you perhaps out there in podcast land, but you're the person who makes us look good and sound good on the Comedy Store stage. You've been very busy, haven't you? So have we given up the attempt of Comedy Store players chat and we're now speaking to the technician? <laughs> that didn't <laughs> last very long, did it? Is, it? is it possible I'm the most interesting person here? Surely not. Well, you, not well that's more than likely. likely. <laughs> you're the only one working. <laughs> well, it also looked likely you were the only one able to construct a sentence. <laughs> I can construct a sentence. We were asking Andy what he'd been up to. Well, I've, had, I've had a nightmare, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had all my teeth out in Hungary uh, at the end of February, and then the lockdown came, and I couldn't get them fixed again. So <laughs> I had to just sit with no teeth for six months. So it's been great. And then they found a lesion on my gum, uh, under the gum, on the jawbone. And so I had that cut out on Saturday and sent off to the labs. And, uh, <laughs> and basically, I won't be eating uh, anything other than mashed potato or soup until probably January. But uh, I've got a tattoo done. What? <laughs> Where's what your tattoo? Say? What does it say? No solids? <laughs> <laughs> on your it's forehead? It's a veterano bull. A veterano bull from the, uh, from the, the bottle. And... Uh, and I've, I've had it done on the back foot because I, <laughs> three reasons. Uh, <laughs> I love the bull run in Pamplona. I love Veterano Brandy more. And uh, I own my living uh, talking bullshit. So there you go. 
So Very that's good. the same shape uh, outlines or sort of black bull that you see on those huge billboards on the hills in Spain, isn't it? That, that really distinctive kind of trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, he's showing us now. It's on really? the Oh my God. Oh. So don't your underpants get in the way? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy, you may have... That's where I lose the horns. You, you, you may have you may have had all your teeth out, but you've still got a lovely turn of calf. And you've got a bull on your calf. Was that a, a semi-pun? It was, yeah. And uh, I've also been playing golf. That's why my calves are so big. Hmm. Why, are you not using clubs? <laughs> <laughs> Kicking it around? What's going, what do you mean your calves What's are going, so big? That's not golf. That's, that's, that's mini football. <laughs> there is a game called football golf where you kick a football around a golf course. I, yeah. There was a golf course near here and I saw somebody doing that and uh, I reported them to the police and they've been arrested and they're now in the Chatham prison. So, yeah, I, I think anything I can do to help to keep the country safe is good. Yeah. Chatham <laughs> prison? It's too big to go in the hole. Now, we don't change the subject. We're talking about... Um, now, well, I'll tell you what I've been doing. <laughs> I've been sailing around the world uh, on, a, on a solo yacht and uh, coming into ports of call various places where there aren't many people uh, in a bid to raise awareness for mental health. <laughs> Have you really? No. <laughs> but I, it's, you know, I can't just say, so I've been sitting here watching telly. <laughs> so I've been going for walks every day and, um, and uh, watching a few films and that and uh, enjoying the country air. And uh, there's not many people here where we are living, uh, mainly because we live here. And uh, so consequently, we do tend to sort of get, I'm getting more exercise than I normally would in London. So there are upsides in this terrible time. I know a lot of people are suffering dreadfully, but uh, we've found a little enclave here where at least we, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fitter than I have done in a long time. And just yeah, but what, what are your what calves like? Uh, <laughs> well, they didn't, they didn't need adjustment, you see. Yeah. Uh, they were fine. <laughs> and I didn't feel like I had to build up my calf muscles to compensate for the fact that I haven't got any fucking teeth. <laughs> uh, it's just nice to be amongst friends, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is the reason why, as I say, we're, nobody lives around here. They've all... <laughs> No, but it's, 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 been, it's been useful to be able to do that and uh, discover views, that, you know, uh, and walks that we never knew about, really. So that's, in, in, in that respect, uh, it's been okay. But, of course, um, I'm not a very sociable person anyway. So, you know, uh, the fact that I don't see anybody is, is fine by me. So, Lee, do you want to tell us what you've been up to? Not really. Lee! Well, Lee, you've done some events <laughs> online, haven't you, for Improbable Theatre? <clears throat> yeah, basically, since the bloody lockdown, I've been working full-time with my theatre company, you know, like... You've like, got a theatre company? Yeah. That's where <laughs> I keep disappearing to. Well, really? You don't need to keep a theatre company quiet. By, by no. the very definition, no-one knows about it. <laughs> it's a very good theatre company, Lee. Thank, thank you, Josie. So, how have you been able to do theatre? Have they theater? done anything I would have heard of? No. no. They do lots of things with newspaper and sellotape. That's true. That is true. I suppose our last big hit was uh, was a production of the uh, part of the Philip Glass trilogy of great persons of history, Akhenaten. The uh, oh yeah, yeah, I I I didn't hear about that. Yeah, the fa the, the pharaoh who is credited with uh, creating the idea of a monotheistic religion. Right. Yeah. What was his name? Akhenaten. Well, there's no need to speak like that. I was only asking a simple question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that'll bring in the ITV audience, won't it? Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's lovely. So, Richard, I cut you off a bit, but you... I see uh, Andy Smart's now smoking a cigarette. How are you managing that without any teeth? Are you using a special pair of bellows? 
<laughs> does it taste it different without teeth? It does, yeah. Everything does. <laughs> well, that'll give you your appetite for your mashed potato and soup later on, won't it? <laughs> fool to yourself. Why don't you get yourself a crunchy and, you know, just treat yourself? Well, put it in the blender. No, shove it up your ass, and you make much chance of chewing it that way as you have any other. I'll tell you what, though. Anyway, that aside. I'll tell you what, though, Andy. When I nearly choked to death and my esophagus went soft for a few months, I did blend my fucking noodles. I feel like we need more background on that, Josie. Is that possible? <laughs> I was at Pinewood Studios doing something and I stayed behind in my dressing room to eat pasta rather than go to the restaurant because I've got a costume change and stuff and I was eating my pasta and a piece of tortellini or whatever stuck just stuck I could not breathe no no breath would go in and and I remember going down the corridor to the reception bit and everybody had gone to lunch everybody I remember sinking to my knees sort of sort of accepting it that I was going sort of passing out and a young girl who'd just started came back. She'd gone to look for the restaurant, couldn't find it. So she'd come back, luckily for me. And she was thwacking me on my back and crying, saying, am I hurting you? Am I hurting you? And eventually, whatever it was, came out. But when they, the doctor looked, it had made my, my swallowing sort of action very, very weak. And even, <laughs> even orange juice with bits in, I would, I would gag on. But what I'm trying to say to you, and then it got better. When this woman attacked you, when this woman attacked you, did she know that you were choking or was yes, she just yes, taking no, it yes, out she, on you? She could tell, you, you know, <laughs> sort of go, you know, she, she could tell I was in, I was on oh, my right. way out. If she had to come back, it, that would have been it, I'm sure of it. But, but it's a shame, I, it was, shame it wasn't macaroni. Why? You'd have been able to breathe through that. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, um, I used to uh, whiz up like, uh, my favourite, I love peas, salmon and parsley sauce and mashed potato and I'd whiz it in a liquidizer and you'd still get the taste. <laughs> if this do you know goes what like, a liquidizer is, Andy? Do you know what a liquidizer is? No. <laughs> no, I haven't got a liquidizer. If you, if you got a bit of macaroni stuck in your throat and you could still breathe, would it mean that you would whistle? <laughs> <laughs> you could whistle Arias from Italian opera. Exactly. <laughs> if this goes out, we're never going to get insurance again. <laughs> <laughs> Who said we had insurance? Well, I want to know, Lee, Lee what theatre are you doing? Because uh, you've been doing some devoted and disgruntled sessions, haven't you? You're determined. <laughs> determined. <laughs> so, yes, we have moved our open space technology practice online using a platform called KikoChat, allowing large groups of people to gather together online and do work in an unhierarchical structure. Oh, <laughs> just good. Yeah, you just you fucking deserve that. <laughs> so you're not allowed to make jokes like this and slug each other off. Well, I don't, yeah, any more prodding, and there'll be more of that. There's more where that came from. Let me tell you. I'd, I'd rather Lee, have my teeth Lee, taken out and do that. Lee, can I ask a serious question? You're yeah, the director of this theatre company, but you're also part of the place. Do you have to think and feel differently when you're with them than when you're with us? What do you think? <laughs> No, I think I think outside of the comedy store players, Lee gets a great deal of respect. <laughs> <laughs> but then they don't work with him twice a week like we do. Hang on, I think my cat wants to come in. Oh, let's see your oh. cat. 
Now, now so far, we've only spoken to the players who are, who've, who've basically done sod all. I know a couple of people who've not said yet have been rather busy. <laughs> <laughs> who, who should we be talking to then? Well, you and Josie, I think. Have, have, uh, Josie's just done a play and you've been doing telly, haven't you? I watched that, Josie. That was brilliant. I enjoyed that very much. Will there be more plays happening, do you think? I don't know. That one was done completely live for five performances, but I think they're going to put it out on demand at some point. I don't know. It was fun to do. I, I was lucky. I mean, I got COVID in March with the two people that were staying with me. So we were all together for 14 days and I kind of became a vegetarian because of them because they taught me how to make lovely things with vegetables. Um, and uh, then I was lucky enough to do a radio show with Nigel Havers and Matt Bainton called Reluctant Persuaders. I did a, a, a week on House of Games with Richard Osman, which was fun. Um, did you win? I can't say, can I, until it comes no. out. But you no, know. you didn't. You didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> That's clear. Can you, you tell win. us what House of Games is? What's uh, House of Games? Richard Osman on BBC Two, and it's basically games. I was very, very nervous. I don't think I can say I was in it or anything yet. I don't even know if I could say I was in it. I, and I, how do they... <laughs> Do it. How socially distanced? They put the chairs further away. Oh, it's a chair-based game, is it? It's really. Yeah, great. It's, seen it, Neil. it's, it's a great program. Good. No, it's very good. It's on uh, like tea times, and it's absolutely yeah. brilliant. It's really I, I was when, when very... it comes on the TV. I always put my chair further away. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you say it's on at tea time. I'm having my tea at tea time. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we should have bloody mentioned it. Record it. Record so it. who else? Who else was on the show, Josie? I can't say at the minute. Put it in Make... the chat. Make one up. Well, uh, both a short film, and we filmed it, which was nice. We managed to get three cameras, and there was a guy who'd been working on Netflix, and we managed to get three camera and sound and that. And it was a little two-hander that we're editing at the minute, so that was nice. Who's uh, the other actor? My friend Sarah, Sarah Fraser-Steele, who was looking after the house. We were together, and she's an actress as well, Australian actress. And uh, she played my daughter in it. It was a mother and daughter thing. Are you allowed to say that? What? <laughs> that yes. you've made a film and you've given her name? Yes, because that's my project, isn't it? Oh, I see. Um, this Sunday has been all the things that I was doing that I knew about in March. And when I woke up on Monday, it fe I'm sure, you know, God, everybody's going through it. It was really odd to look at my diary and there's nothing. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm painting. I've been painting. What painting kind of pictures? painting? Decorating? Painting pictures. Pictures of the house. Uh, oh, I haven't got it here. Are this you is... allowed to say that you've been painting? Shut your face! <laughs> <laughs> this is what we want. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. It's been very... It's, I've been very lucky because around here where I live is very friendly because once my lockdown... Uh, once I'd got better and we were all better and lockdown our 14 days finished of course my two mates went back to their place so look it can be a bit strange lockdown on your own obviously but um luckily i've got lots of lots of mates but really getting to that point now where i'm missing wait a minute get away come on <laughs> is that lee's cat <laughs> oh, oh. come to josie's house what is this blooming stray? Well, I don't know if he's a stray or belongs to somebody else, but he really sets about Eric Malcolm. Who's Can we establish that you're talking about a cat here rather than somebody <laughs> that's moved into the neighbourhood? I've got an idea for a podcast. Just Josie on her own, talking, <laughs> sipping tea, talking about what she's been doing. 
and having her cat called Glenda Jackson and uh, Eric Morecambe in conversation. I've finished now. Paul, can I ask you a question? Is yeah. it tr true what I read on the internet this morning that you're going to be on Britain's Got Talent next week? No, that's not true. What as did it say? It said, uh, Hairspray, cast of Hairspray, including Paul Merton, will be appearing on Britain's Got Talent next week to promote the new West End run. Oh, uh, no, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Uh, which is a bit of a worry. Um, <laughs> okay. nobody's Paul, been... <laughs> Paul yes. It's, yes. it's still coming back, though, isn't it? It's just been postponed. Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to, uh, they'll have to, I mean, the Coliseum takes two and a half thousand people. So, I mean, you'd have to sort of wait until people feel secure to be in the audience rather than worrying about a man coughing five feet away or whatever. And yeah. it's a huge cast of young people who, who can carry the virus without knowing they've got it. So it's, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, you're going to, it's not going to happen until there's a vaccine, I would have thought. No. So maybe this time next year, you know, something like that, I don't know. But, uh, but of course, as we know, theatre is the last thing that will come back. Uh, the comedy store is closed at the moment and that's only 350 people so I would imagine that will open before the Coliseum does you've got problems with lavatories and tra public transport and all that sort of stuff so there'll be things that will open up long before theatres do. Insurance will be a nightmare for live performance as well while we're yeah, so on the serious subject of people, it yeah. you know, particularly as the age range of some of the groups that appear at the comedy store now is sort of a pensionable <laughs> age and uh, some people have, some people have had to supplement their income by selling their teeth off one by one so people <laughs> don't have their own choppers that, that and, and, will pay, that, and will pay top, pop, pay top dollar for a couple of incisors that'll, that'll be on our poster no script, no teeth the comedy yeah. store players Has anyone been to a restaurant? Yeah. I have. Hopefully. I've been to restaurants, I've been to hotels. So I went to Flendidno and did a training video for a supermarket and I can talk about it. <laughs> and you also, you also did the zip wire. I did the zip wire, yes, nearby. Uh, Velocity 2, it's called. You go at 100 miles an hour over it's a quarry. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's marvellous, the zip wire, because uh, now North Wales is a destination for adventure holidays. It's yeah. called Velocity 2 at Zip World. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a kilometre long, isn't it? And when... Did, how many parachutes did they put on you? <laughs> they didn't, au contraire. Sometimes people have to have extra weight so they don't get stuck. You have parachutes uh, to slow you down going no, over No, not now, no. There, but there was a man near me who uh, had to walk with the aid of a walking stick and they put his, the walking stick on his back, amusingly, so that <laughs> when he got off, he'd still have the walking stick. But you go a <laughs> kilometre and a half... Uh, at 100 miles an hour over a quarry. It's marvellous. Was, was, was he doing this uh, zip wire, the man with a stick, on his own volition, or was somebody putting him up there? I can he imagine was, him hanging by the walking stick. Uh, no, you actually get two sort of wires on you, and then it's double-checked by several people. But there are hundreds of people going through that every day. It's uh, marvellous. I find zip wiring really exciting. I love zip wiring. It is V exciting, yes. I zip wired in Colombia and I zip wired off a turret of the Great Wall of China once and that, over a lake down to the bottom. Wow. Really Are you allowed to tell us about that, that there's a Great Wall in China? <laughs> yeah, Paul Martin! <laughs> Who was that? I've Who got a zip wire installed in? in my house. I've got one that goes from the top of my wardrobe to the bottom of the bed. It doesn't take long, but it pick up a bit of speed. <laughs> <laughs> that and white water rafting. Two very exciting things. They are exciting. So, Simon, how has it been going with King Gong? Um, yeah, pretty well. It's, it's not, not the same at all, but it, it's uh, absolutely chaotic. It does kind of, it's a bit like 
this. You just need somebody else on screen to bounce off. But it's, um, you know, and then people are terrible and then you tell them that they're terrible. And that's kind of the format of the show. So it might not be the most morally just show in the world, but it does. No, I think it's fine. People well. sitting yeah. at home, nursing, show business ambitions, wanting mm-hmm. wanting to wait for their big chance. And then some bozo 50,000 miles away tells them they're rubbish. Oh, yep. what, what could be better? Absolutely. That, yeah, that's a good summation of uh, what we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's lifting morale. It's morale. You yeah, said 50,000 miles away. Have you thought of having the show sponsored by the Samaritans? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. I, I regularly think it's probably not okay. Yeah. Now that you're asking. <laughs> no, well, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, hello, Lee. Just to remind people that you're there. Hello. How you, I can see you've got your shirts hanging up nicely behind you. They've all been ironed. Uh, no, the, <clears throat> the shirts hanging behind me that you can see, that's where I keep my comedy store shirts. The only time I wear a shirt is when I do the comedy store. Oh. So, oh. so that's where I keep them. And that's I, I. So for each show, I would take one down, put it on, come to the store, do the show. Uh, so, so since we've not been doing the shows, they've been up there, like a yeah. rose gallery, a, a tableau to our failure. Uh, uh, yeah, a kind of um, um, yeah, a memorial in some ways. We had a couple of online shows, Simon, and they were watched by people all over the world, weren't they? They were. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we should do another one, maybe. What do you think? What ours were. Yeah. yeah. Did, did did any of them go out to Hungary? <laughs> I'm not sure. Need someone who's so been there to let us know. So yeah. that sort of like poor people living in tents can say, "There's the man you've got to thank for the fact that you can eat a steak." <laughs> do you think? I'm just checking. No, I don't think so. Uh, do you think? Because uh, it's tea with the comedy store players, and we're just gabbing on. Do you think we ought to think of something and talk about it? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Let, let's just keep. Spend maybe five to seven minutes thinking about something. Okay. Um. <laughs> While we're doing that, I've, I've, no, no, uh, don't got... interrupt. I'm thinking about something. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm about the same thing as you. Do you mind, Smarty? I'm, I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to get a pen and paper. Yeah. No. See what I've yeah. done is I've got the, the the house is now earning money for me because they're filming. You've turned into a brothel. They're filming the Sainsbury's Christmas advert <laughs> in my house. And they're filming uh, another uh, a government uh, film about uh, loneliness out of my window. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, I get a thousand pounds for for the loneliness one and two grand for the Sainsbury's one. They're going to repaint the walls and everything. It's, yeah, Sainsbury's sort of supposed to be the the house of a lonely man without teeth, <laughs> or a family, a fa- happy Christmas family. What's the What's I the, did. Uh, I did. They haven't told me the. the have script, yourself a I, gummy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't sit in the corner reading a copy of the Sporting Life if they need some colour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'll bring them flocking back to the shops. Man in corner reading Sporting Life. Wait mm. a minute. Wait a minute, everybody. Seriously, and, and uh, Andy, are you sure they're not going to change their minds if we joke about it? Well, it, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, what kind of attitude is that? <laughs> Oh no! We we need to negotiate for you. I tell you well, what, that's, Andy. That's a, that's the, that's a life's work from Wittgenstein up the spout, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Oh dear, dear. I've dear. got one. Okay. One uh, discuss. What do you miss most about being with the comedy store players? This. Six people going into six different directions all at the same time. <laughs> Unable to have a conversation politely about uh, turning somebody into a victim. <laughs> the bullying. <laughs> the repetition very... of old jokes. 
Uh, also, the halftime drink. Yeah. Ah, oh, the halftime drink. Nine sparkling waters, usually, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then nine. Why nine? Who's having the extra three? <laughs> I tell you what, I miss what? the cheery chat with the uh, the staff, the box office staff, the bar staff, and the security staff who've been there oh, even Julian. as long as us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, do, I do miss the barman saying to me, I think you've had enough. I do miss that. <laughs> that is certainly true. That's before the show. I miss the sound of our music coming on, you know, and us walking through that sort of sound area bit as the music's on and just opening the door for the first time and seeing everybody. I miss that. Oh, yes, the, 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 the enthusiastic round of applause that we get until they actually see how old we are and then it's sort of going, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and the various chart of can we have our money back and we have which we have to sort of we have to play the music louder to get past absolutely that. yeah that's what the music's that. for yeah yeah that's what it's there for oh dear i also love it and i also uh, always smile uh, when richard introduces the second half if the sex pistols have been doing their song as ladies and gentlemen matt monroe <laughs> That still and, makes me smile. And vice versa sometimes. Yes. Yeah. That's it. We don't miss much, do we? I thought we were thinking of things to talk about. Yeah, well, New well, Year's resolution. Surely somebody's got another idea. Lee, come on. You're used to doing this kind of stuff. What do you mean I'm used to doing it? What kind of stuff? Well, with Kiko chat. Things. Should we make it an open space? We, we all put a post-it on the screen or something. Yeah, what's the uh, technology behind Kiko Chat? How do you keep it non-hierarchical? Well, the, the, the open space keeps it non-hierarchical by sitting in a circle and by people creating the agenda themselves. It's like episodes like the brownies. It's a little bit like the brownies, but there's no brown owl. Is there an oh. Arcala? No Arcala. Balu? No one's in charge. Lee. Sounds like chaos. Lee. Yes. Surely somebody's slightly more no. not in charge than others. No, no. But it's run by improbable <laughs> theatre, which you get paid to run. Surely exactly, you're a yeah. bit it's, in charge. It, it, fo it follows the principles of self-organisation, which in, in many people would consider to be another vocabulary with which to describe improvisation. Ooh, go on. Um, I'd, I'd say the players go one step further than that by having no organisation. Yeah. Self-disorganisation. We all well, must miss the roar and applause and laughter that we co-create. Yeah, but we've been missing that for 15 years. Why do I start now? <laughs> if it, I'll let you in on a secret. Simon plays in that applause. It was recorded in 1928. When we had, a particularly good, we had a particularly good scene. It's on a loop. <laughs> been hiring 400 actors every Sunday night for the last 35 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's oh, why yes. they're in trouble now. Uh, October will be our 35th anniversary. Oh, really? Yeah, and I wonder if anybody listening to this podcast is under 35. No. I mean, somebody Discuss. will be. I think there will be, no. yeah. Simon, Simon, you're under 35, aren't you, or not? I am not, but thank you very much. How lovely of you to say. <laughs> Are you ready... <laughs> Simon, I believe, has just arrived at the comedy store. Then at some point he'll say, I've been here 17 years. Well, how, long, how long have you been here? Oh, yeah, yeah, 20, I think. Yeah, comedy store. <laughs> you think? We, we urgently need to go back to the comedy store. As Paul says, it's going to be interesting because people will feel uneasy about going to the centre of town. But it will happen, won't it, Simon? It has to happen, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the decentralisation of, like, you know, of all entertainment does appear to be something that might happen. Like, you know, the West End are very worried that, if people don't go to offices and don't eat in town and it all becomes more suburban, 
then you know the sort of the footfall i think that, people that, still will when it gets back to normal people will still want to have, go somewhere as an occasion they do we, we do like to sit in in a, in a theater and and, hmm. uh, and we do like to attend sporting events where there's a crowd of us or we, we like to watch the same thing so i don't think i think that was still there will still be i mean the west end is expensive uh, outside of the comedy store so it's still a, a very much a, a treat but people will still want to do that they'll still want to travel in i'm sure yeah yeah i i, I helped with a podcast the other week by it was a by some immunologists talking about how vaccines work. And that ended up being quite encouraging as I listened my way through it. But they concluded that a vaccine was quite likely and probably going to work at some point. Yes, I mean, it will. It, it, yeah. It's, it's it, you know, it will be maybe this time next year, we, we might have be, you know, we might well be past the worst of it. And I'm sure we will be. Uh, obviously, the winter is, is, a, is a problem. But then once we get back into the summer months and stuff, and if people behave and do what they should do with the masks and all that sort of thing, then, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't get back to some kind of normality, even if uh, some of us won't have the teeth that we had before we when it started. <laughs> you know, I said the government did some fucking work as Sorry, well. Did you say gov gov government? What was the government? <laughs> the government. Yes. Yeah. The people That's in charge of some... Andy's guns. <laughs> yeah. I like... I like the fact you're able to um, find the humour in the fact that you look about 95. I think that's great. Oh, he looks lovely. Oh, Andy. I didn't say you didn't look lovely. I said you look 95. Andy. Andy. You look worse than Nicholas Parsons. I want to try an experiment, Andy. Without teeth, can you say squirrel now? Squirrel. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) He can say it. So, this, so it's been well, worth just, it. Just for people listening, Andy Smart has never been able to say the word squirrel. Now he's had his teeth taken out, he can say it, which proves his teeth were anti-squirrel pronunciation devices. <laughs> can, we, can we hear it again, please? Andy, ASPDs. Do it. He had ASPDs. <laughs> squirrel. Yes! Twice in a row. Perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> who knows a DJ who can do the squirrel rap? And be smart, the smart it's, squirrel. You just sample it, you just sample it. It's I think exactly, yeah. I think we need to record that. So, Simon, I've never heard you say squirrel ever. I, I think that's fantastic. I think you say it now with a bit of a beat. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't worry, I'll, I'll edit it into you something. Don't do that, Neil. That, that all comes in post production. I know, but yeah. I want to give it a few kind of variants squirrel with an angry squirrel. Now, do a romantic squirrel. Let's give it a Neil, he's not your toy. Squirrel, 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 squirrel. Have you just discovered, Andy, that you could do that? Did you not know that you could now say that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, I don't but suppose you're trying every day. You when... I've been out the house to see a bloody squirrel, have I? <laughs> then, then they well, ask you to do that when you've had all your teeth taken out to pronounce certain words, like delicatessen. <laughs> don't know. But, I've just got a, a thought for this government loneliness ad. You could be in the corner reading Sporting <laughs> Life, saying squirrel every now and again. Oh, rather or, pleased with it. Or, or you could have used your teeth to make a small piano for squirrels. The ivory could have gone into the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, you could sing a squirrel playing the piano. That can be done in post-production, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the only worry is, though, Andy, if now you can say squirrel, what has gone, what has been removed from your lexicon? So with the upside is squirrel. The downside, any words that you're struggling with? <laughs> I'm not going to go through the whole dictionary, am I? <laughs> Why not? Say dictionary. The whole what? <laughs> dictionary. Go on, say dictionary. Diction. Don't. Dictionary. N- now, well, now apparently I've got some government. 
now that your circumstances have changed and you're living on your own, what's it like with mastication? Are you talking to Andy or me? It's a general question. <laughs> I can masticate quite easily. Well, he was saying he has mashed potato and soup now, so mastication is somewhat off the well, agenda. I have to say that so far, this has been the highlight of this chat, is Andy's ability to say the word squirrel. So <laughs> we are in fucking trouble. <laughs> I'm going to get in contact with the squirrel agency and see if they need a, a new voiceover or front man. Yeah, the squirrel advisory board. Yes. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Now's the time you should be gathering your nuts for next spring. <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, then we're back to the mastication again. Don't fuck uh, can, you say, can you say Mesopotamia? <laughs> Mesopotamia. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, well done. There's it's, two words you can say. Yeah, it's, it's one of the great squirrel. If there's no leader, um, how how is it? How is the meeting brought? To, how does the meeting come to a close, or do you just wait till people collapse? I had assumed somebody would storm out and it would end awkwardly, but I don't know. Yeah. You could edit straight out after Paul said that. You could just stop it. Oh yeah, totally. I'd fade it out while everyone's laughing. Is what I'll do. How does it end, Lee? As a facilitator. Oh, for oh yeah. A non-hierarchical the facilitator. Does that work on batteries? facilitator. Called yeah. Stalin, yeah. <laughs> a facilitator? Yeah. So, what, so give us the, what does the role of facilitator do? As if they, I, they open the space and hold the space. Andy, right. say facilitator. <laughs> facilitator. <laughs> oh, that wasn't so good. <laughs> that was that's uh, no, that's yes. taking the place of squirrel. <laughs> And that, folks, is as much of that chaos as we can fit into this episode. With luck and a huge number of emails, we might just manage at least one more episode, so do please watch this space. Thank you for listening, and hopefully see you soon. <laughs>